Welcome to The Sound, KQAL-FM's weekly behind-the-scenes look at Minnesota-made music. From writing and recording to distribution and promotion, The Sound is your source for new releases and exclusive interviews from Minnesota artists. Support for The Sound is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Rolling. Tonight on The Sound, we check out Life Trip, an album by the band Bright-Eyed and Blind. Life Trip is full of good hooks and guitar-driven pop rock tunes. The five-piece group joins us tonight to discuss the making of the album, a year without shows, including a long-overdue release party, and plans for another album already. I'm Bill Stoneberg. Stick around for Life Trip with Bright-Eyed and Blind, tonight on The Sound. My Life by Bright-Eyed and Blind. Uh, this is their first release, a uh, full-length album, and we have Bright-Eyed and Blind on the phone with us tonight. Uh, hey, guys, how you doing? Great. Hey. All right. Uh, it's not often we get a full band on a speakerphone, so uh, this this should be fun. Um, so let's see, My Life, it's your first release. It's been out for almost a year now, right? How did it uh, come about? Like, um, how did the band come about? How did you guys get together? Let's start there. Well, I guess the band kind of started with uh, Steve, myself, Dave, and Kent. Originally got together, we were jamming on some songs. Actually, the first song that kind of got us together was the song My Life. Uh, That was a song I'd had for a long time. And uh, I was looking for people to help me figure it out because it never really fit in any of my other bands. So we got that together and started jamming. We came up with some tunes. We were looking for a singer for quite a while. And Jelena wound up uh, answering an ad that Steve, our guitar player, had had for an, a band he used to be in that didn't exist anymore. He had, that, he had that online, and she replied to that, and he's like, "Well, this band doesn't, ha- you know, that band doesn't exist anymore, but I've got another one for you." And that's how we got her. Nice, nice. Uh, while we're at it, uh, so that was Dave, correct? Yes. All right. While we're at it, let's go through and introduce everybody. Uh, Want to start with? Well, we know Dave now. You're the bass player, correct? Correct. Okay, and who else we got? Steve, it sounds like, is on guitar. Yep. Yep, Jim, the drums. Okay. Jelena, lead singer. Okay. 
and uh, Dennis on the Ivories. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. I also play cymbals, too. <laughs> oh, drums and cymbals. Okay, well, it's not often we get somebody that multi-talented, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Right. So it sounds like it was kind of uh, almost meant to be, you know, um, answering an ad for a defunct band and uh, came in. Uh, So that was around when? 2018 or somewhere around there? Does that sound about right? Or. Um, I think it was a little bit later, right? Somewhere in there. It wasn't that. Yeah, it wasn't that ballpark. Um, But yeah, I mean, we just we clicked right away. Um, And we just started writing music. And most of the songs on the album are. well, they came from that collaboration, and um, we've just, I don't know, it just seems like we click really well. Um, and then we just decided to put down four tracks uh, to start, and we really enjoyed that. And then um, we, we created the other six and laid those tracks down, and we're like, holy crap, we've only been together for a year, and we've got an album. This is really fun. Uh, so it's just been really great, and now with the addition of um, Dennis and Jim, we're actually looking at another album. I mean, I oh, think wow. COVID really helped us kind of um, get the ball rolling, um, having the new members and everything else. Uh, we just have that great, you know, uh, chemistry, and it's been really fun. So we're really excited about it, and I'm hoping that everybody likes our first album and uh, <laughs> that they stick around for the second. Right. Well, it sounds like it came together really uh, fast and easy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, I want to get yeah. <laughs> I, I want to get to the how how it came together like writing wise, you know, how that how that works for you guys, but um let's play another track for people. Uh this next one is the second tune off the record uh called Love on My Heels. Uh we are in the studio on the phone with Bright-eyed and Blind talking about their album My Life and uh this is the second track off that record, Love on My Heels, right here on the sound on 89.5 KQAL.
And that was Love on My Heels by Bright Eyed and Blind. And um, I've got Bright Eyed and Blind on the phone with me tonight. So, um, uh, you guys, I almost hear like an 80s sensibility that, to that tune, you know? And um, kind of on the album in general, a lot of it. Uh, is that a conscious thing or, or does that period inspire you? Where, where do you think that comes from? I think that's just our vibe. I, I, you know, honestly, I think it's, it's, um, I enjoy it personally, um, because I think it's, it's kind of one of those vibes that people miss, you know, um, I was brought up kind of around the eighties era and, um, I, I did enjoy that music actually. And it's just kind of unique that we're, we're coming up with the same kind of, um, structure and mm-hmm. same vibe, but, yeah, we, we didn't really plan it. It was, yeah, it was nothing <laughs> planned. I mean, that song, Love on My Heels, that I think is a real good showcase for what a badass singer Jelena is. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Really, yeah, it, it, it's an incredible live. It sounds great on the album. She's so badass, she has a teardrop tattoo now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, if, if, there's one, if there's one track where people say, well, what is the band like? I point them to that one, and they're blown, they're blown away by how she sings that one. Right, right. Oh, that's funny. Um, well, that's the thing. You know, you, you talked about the... Uh, uh, listening to that music on the radio at the time, there was a lot of rock on the radio back then that, you know, nowadays I don't, it gets more into the electronic side, I think. So I think that's what I'm hearing there. You know, Um, how does the writing go down? Do you guys, because you said that you had my life before you found Jelena. Um, Who, who writes the songs? Is there one person, two people? Is it more like a collective thing? How's it? It's a collaboration. Okay. It's usually like one of them will, uh, one of the guys will bring an idea to the table. It could mm-hmm. be an entire song, actually, or it could be just a lick, or it could be um, a keyboard part, whatever it is. Um, we kind of drive off of that, and it seems to work out really well. And then we just keep collaborating and we keep adding. And eventually, I throw up some lyrics, not really like throw up, like, <laughs> I, but. Um, you know, I've got a lot of great lyrics that um, Kent had written, um, which was our previous drummer. So I'm still, I still have those in the docket, and he said we can use them. So I'm like, great. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just that, and then it magic starts to happen, and we have a lot of fun doing it. So it's just working for us. Yeah, it's really varied from song to song. Some of them start from a jam, and like she said, other ones come in from a an idea that somebody brought in. Right, right. How about um, recording? Like when you guys are laying something down, does that ever help uh, shape the song? Or are they pretty much solid before you start laying stuff down? Well, we feel like they're pretty solid. I mean, we don't want to go into the studio like, eh, this is kind of good. We'll see what happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> it costs money, yeah. you know. Uh, so, yeah, we get in there and um, uh, Eric Labrosse, who produced our first album he's very good uh he actually comes up with some ideas if if uh he hears something and he'll say hey what about this so we do allow that you know we're like yeah all right well we'll give it a shot so um we're very flexible but typically we'll make sure we really like the song before we go in the studio right right and you always get those little tweaks right you know that always happens oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. speaking of which uh, uh where did you record the record uh, it's called Cherry Pit Studios in Menominee Falls, Wisconsin. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And uh, how'd you guys get hooked up with that? Just uh, shopped it around, uh, found a place yeah. you liked, or what? So I had I'm in another band, uh, Blame It On Kane. We had used the Eric and Cherry Pit a couple of times, 
And uh, when we started talking about recording an album, we had plenty of songs. We didn't know where we wanted to go. And so that was sort of the, the default was to go up to Cherry Pit. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, again, like Jelena said, we had a bunch of songs ready to go. And, and Eric kind of put the finishing touches on it with just little guitar parts. Or he was really pushing her to, to sing four-part harmonies. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I found out that I had a range that I didn't know existed. It was right, pretty awesome. right. Yeah, <laughs> so he really he gets something in his head that, uh, with like that he tries to describe to us. And then he pushes us to get there. So he's a really good producer. Nice, nice. And yeah. then um, do you guys kind of have a lot of input in the mixing process or do you kind of let them take care of that and just send notes back and forth? How's that go down? We, yeah. You can yeah, Eric, Eric kind of comes up with an initial mix, but then he sends it to us and we totally get to put our input into it and say, you know, hey, more of this, less of that, mm-hmm. whatever it might be, you know, or, you know, that part's not really working, you know, we got to. Yeah, I think the background, or the background vocals on this album were a little quiet from the start, so we were noticing that. I'm like, you know, I, I like it to be a little more punchy, mm-hmm. um, and he adjusted for that, you know, mm-hmm. or he would hear some weird glitch or something. He's like, I can't handle that. He's like, I gotta fix it. <laughs> or I so. hit the wrong note. <laughs> <laughs> Find it. Just it up a half a note. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Well, let's get uh, let's get back to some tunes here. Um, the next one is the title track, uh, "Life Trip." Um, I kind of noticed there's a, a possibly a theme going on, but maybe we'll get into that after this. Is there a, is there a like a story behind this tune, or what inspired this song, "Life Trip"? Um, it, it was kind of inspired by me. I like just you know feeling free. You know, I think everybody has those moments where they just you know everybody's going through their day to day thing. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, work, kids, you name it, you know, extra things that you just don't see coming. And um, Life Trip was just kind of an inspirational song um, for me because I just feel like, you know, especially I go up to my parents' place up in Rice Lake, which is a small little town in upper, you know, northern um, Wisconsin. And I just feel free. Like I can just watch the world go by and feel free and be able to, you know, absorb my own thoughts and be with my family. And I think that's really important to a lot of people. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Um, you know, and then I think there was some stuff about drinking in there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Life stuff, right? You know, it's it's more like more or less about being free and, and living life to, the, to its fullest. So yeah. awesome. Awesome. We didn't have a theme going into this, this album. I think it just turned out that way. So it was really great. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> cool. How, how it works like that. You know, you right. got from my life and then at the end it's leave it all behind, you know, life trip in there and lots of, uh, you know, well, I, I suppose all songs, you know, are about what what happens throughout life. But it seems like a very good package here. These these tunes you got. So, well, let's let's hear it for people or, or pl- let's play it for people. Uh, this is <laughs> this is life trip. We are talking to Bright Eyed and Blind on the phone tonight, um, and this is off of their new album called Life Trip. This is the title track, Life Trip, right here on the Sound eighty nine point five KQAL. <laughs>
That was Life Trip. That is by Bright Eyed and Blind. And uh, we've got them on the phone tonight. Uh, you guys, so we talked a little bit about the inspiration be- behind that tune, uh, which is the title track for the record. And we kind of talked about how the tunes have come out, you know, uh, at different stages in the band, you know, some of them even before uh, Jelena joined the band. Uh, how about lyrics? Jelena, do you write all the lyrics in all the vocals or do some of the other guys have some input to how's that go? So um, our previous drummer, Kent, and even now with the additions to this group, um, have brought together lyrics um, for the songs that you'll hear on uh, in our album, in our upcoming album, in fact. Um, and what I do is I sing the shit out of them as much as um because you know the thing is is the the lyrics that have been provided um are so great and they're so powerful and um i really like them so they're they're really kind of they're hitting home for me a little bit too so i can actually perform them better because i it you know i can relate Mm -hmm. um so uh, that's basically what has happened i i did write the lyrics for uh life trip um my son actually wrote the lyrics for leave me um because i wasn't quite sure how i wanted to address that song because it it needed to be powerful and in your face and um he's actually a good writer himself so it was kind of nice to have that resource um but yeah the, the guys will bring lyrics and we might not fit those lyrics into a specific song right away and i'll just be they'll be jamming and um, I might go, oh, these might fit, and boom, that's pretty much how it happens. Oh, wow, cool. Yeah. Has that kind of evolved now? Are you guys, um, you said you're working on the new album, or at least have songs for it. Um, yeah. Has that writing process evolved even more to where it's just a total group effort now? Absolutely. Um, uh, Jim, do you want to explain some of the, <laughs> the new songs that you brought to the table, too? Well, yeah, I have ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Andy plays the cymbals. Yeah. And the cymbals, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm your average quirky drummer, and I have lyrics, and I have actually ideas for guitar riffs, and I love the idea of just bringing them in to a group mm-hmm. uh, and just throwing them out there and getting everybody's take on them. Right. You know, for the longest time, I wrote songs by myself. I would do all the instruments, all the lyrics, everything to it, the harmonies, vocals, and this is very refreshing because – I welcome any input, you know, any any ideas. Everybody hears a little something different, and the song just takes a life of its own, and that's it's it's a lot of fun, and it's it's something that I don't take very seriously. I just really like to have fun with it. It's just music, right? That's really cool to hear. You know, um, uh, I know I talk to a lot of writers who are often a little bit guarded with their stuff, you know, and um, it's cool to see that kind of openness with it. You know, I've always heard, I've always heard advice like uh, write for the garbage can, you know, like just write, write, write. It doesn't matter if it goes nowhere, you know? So um, that's pretty cool. What's that like to see your tunes um, evolve? Like, do they change much when you, when you give these guys ideas? Does Steve change the guitar parts much or? Yeah, everybody puts, everybody's really, everybody's real diplomatic about it. You know, everybody, Uh is very careful about what they're going to do. I really like what Jelena offers to the songs. Mm-hmm. She'll take it to a whole different level. It just, it's just got a much better appeal to it after Jelena sings it, you know, and she, you know, she feels it out. And if she doesn't like something, she'll let you know. She'll be like, you know, I really think we ought to go here and there. So she's a driving force in a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Very- One of the nice things too is we can 
you know, if we hear something that one of the other members, maybe they can add or, or change up, we can have that discussion, you know, you know, there was a, a spot where we kind of all were sounding similar uh, through at Steve, maybe do a Scott part or something else there, or, or even, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Dave's recommended stuff for me to try because he was hearing something and just that and people being flexible and then agile with their, you know, the music, listening to everybody and try to recreate what, what everybody's hearing because everybody's hearing a little different things. Mm-hmm. That's what makes this song a little bit more special. Yeah. It's, it's better to have like 20% input from everybody versus, you know, I've been in bands where it's like, you play it this way. Right. You're only going to play it this way. <laughs> right. And then that just sucks the fun right out of it. So if we're all throwing in our, our 20% or, or more in some instances, then it works out. Right. That is awesome. So have you guys started recording for the new album yet or still in the writing phase? Still writing, not yeah. We're Still, but we're close. Policy. We've got what eight or nine songs. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go. I think um, we just got to get into the studio, and um, Eric books up pretty fast. So we might not be in the studio yeah, again until like up. July. Right. Yeah. Wow. Well, you guys are on fire then. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh well, maybe there'll be studio time available since uh, if stuff starts opening up more and there's more live shows, maybe uh, you guys can sneak okay. in the studio. There you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of being on fire, uh, this next tune, In Your Fire. Uh, yeah. Uh, is there any kind of story behind this? What was the inspiration behind it? Um, this is one I think Kent, our old drummer, brought kind of everything on this. He had the original music idea for it, and he had, and the lyrics are his too. Did he have Mexican food the night before? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yeah, Mexican food. Um, He was, he is a pastor though, so he had a lot of, um, he wouldn't, you know, obviously call out names or anything, he's definitely a very professional person, and, but he had, he had definitely a lot of uh, really great stories to to bring to the table, and he definitely dropped them into um, lyrics and songs, and yeah, this was one of the songs that he had written, um, and he already knew how I should sing it. Like, I remember specifically, like, Jelena, you need to sing this, you know, and slow it down. And I'm like, really? Okay. Um, and, yeah, it, it just, it was incredible. Um, but this is, a, this is a great song. This is one of my favorite songs, actually. It's very powerful. Um, listen to the lyrics. They're really great. Um, and that's something that, by the way, we should probably put in our next album is lyrics. How many times people tell me, you need to put the lyrics. I'm like, that is so 80s. (laughs) (laughs) Well, nothing wrong with that, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. All right. Well, let's, let's get to it. This is, uh, In Your Fire by Bright Eyed and Blind right here on the sound on 89.5 KQAL.
In Your Fire. That's by Bright Eyed and Blind. It's off their latest release called Life Trip. And uh, we have Bright Eyed and Blind in the studio with us tonight. Well, via phone. So, um, so, <laughs> so, guys, uh, you're talk. You're working on a new record, um, writing and anyway, um, eight or nine tunes. You're almost there. It sounds like. Um, what else? What else is in store for Bright Eyed and Blind? Um, plans for a tour? Anything like that? We've been asked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think uh, we just, I did a, another radio interview. That was a while, yeah, a little bit ago. Uh, a little while ago. It's on our Facebook page. But, um, but you know, it sounds like I think everyone's really liking what they hear. Um, we just, with COVID and everything, um, it's been really difficult for us to, you know, hook up with other bands that may or may not be on tour. A lot of it's virtual still. So we're trying to get our foot in the door. So, if, you know, if anybody's listening to this and you guys want to, you know, reach out to us, we are definitely ready. Um, we just want to play. We, uh, right. I, think, I think most fans feel this way, right? Because uh, a lot of people are just being, they're in quarantine. Um, and especially here in Milwaukee, um, there's still a very huge restriction on bands playing indoors. So we're already looking at getting some shows outdoors um, at some of the local um, bars around the area um, that play local music or that, you know, have local music um, and re- original. Sorry. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> You know what I mean? We got um, you. <laughs> but yeah, so we, yeah, we're ready to go. Um, and everybody's like, yeah, when are you guys going on tour? And, you know, uh, and actually what we think is going to end up happening, we're going to have this second album ready to go. And we're going to be like, all right, we got two sets. Let's do this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to be one band. Let's go. Um, we're still trying to have our CD release party from the first CD. Right? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Right. It's yeah, it's been a big challenge. Yeah, we never got to have that. We are we are going to be playing the uh, eighth annual midday matinee Milwaukee music mashup. That's oh, going nice. to be a bar here in Milwaukee that that features original bands. Uh, it's a once a year dead of summer Sunday afternoon August thing, and you hear a lot of great music. Bands that get on that bill, you know, um, cover bands are huge, of course, but these original acts that are out there are really incredible. So it's a very cool venue. That supports original music. Right, right. Is there? Um, you guys brought have brought this up a couple times. Is there a uh, pretty good original scene in Milwaukee, or is it kind of struggling? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right it's not terrible and it's not great but it's all right I think. Uh-huh. yeah i think the, the cover bands are the big ones but you know we yeah there's there's been a lot of venues that have closed down even pre-covid that that featured oriz- original music and i get it you know bar owners want to have cover bands in there right. um you know it, it could be better the original <laughs> scene but again that eighth annual uh <laughs> and then there's uh there's also something called mom fest which is the um Midwest Original Music Festival that takes place in the south suburb of Milwaukee, and I think they're coming back this year. Nice. Yeah, so, you know, so the original scene is there. It could always be better. Right. Yeah, right. I'm still hoping for things to open up. Uh, it is Milwaukee after all. I mean, mm-hmm. it is. There's a lot of great places that could hold and host this kind of thing. You know, like you know, a lot of these um, original groups out there um, and expose them because. I'm sure there's a lot of people just like us, a lot of bands just like us um, in the same situation. Um, You know, we're very passionate about our, you know, guests and what we bring to the table and we want to just showcase that and enjoy people and, you know, Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. You know, I always want to get back out there. So, yeah. Right, right. And it's tough when venues close and things like that, you know. Right. I think scenes go through cycles and things. Um, 
Yeah, so, well, the future sounds pretty good for you guys. Wow, you know, a new record that you're supporting right now and another one on the way. Um, Where can people get the album if they want to purchase it? Uh, Do you have physical copies available or download only? We do have physical copies available. Uh, Those I think you can get through Mm -hmm. Bandcamp. Uh, You can order through there. Um, Otherwise, we're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on, like, all the digital markets. Reverb Nation. Reverb Nation, yeah. Okay. And... You know, I, I think we're on all of them, so. <laughs> cool, cool. How about show dates? I noticed, uh, do you have a show in April, perhaps, it looks like? Maybe trying to do that CD release party? or? Well, th- I think that was probably still probably the one from last year. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> I just saw April on your yeah. website. Okay. We were just discussing tonight, though, about getting a, getting a gig out at uh, an outdoor venue, maybe towards uh, some point in May, hopefully. Okay. More, you know, when, when there isn't lo- a less chance of snow potential, you know, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> outside, you don't want to have that necessarily. But yeah, we're looking at hopefully doing that. We don't have anything booked currently, but hopefully we'll have something soon. Okay, cool. Um, how about show dates? Where can people find out about that stuff? Should they go to their, your website or Facebook? Or? I think mostly on probably on our Facebook page okay, so, yeah. is our is the most frequently updated thing that we've got. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, I know I've mentioned it a couple times here, but uh, I don't have it in front of me. What, what was your website address again? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know we're looking it's it up right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think there's a link on our Facebook page. Well, I don't I feel so before. bad now. Well, that's how I got there, so that's why I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was one set up by our old drummer, so... <laughs> Well, if we go to Facebook, there's a link right there. I know that. So we can all click that. Stick so, with Facebook. Yeah. yeah. It's the easiest way. Well, yep. great. Um, it was a pleasure talking to you guys. Um, we've got one more track we're going to play. Um, and uh, let's see. Bright Eyed and Blind, uh, the, new, or the release is Life Trip. Came out almost a year ago. But, you know, in COVID terms, that means it's brand new. Um, <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so guys, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Really appreciate it. Love the record. Um, we've got a couple tunes in our rotation upstairs right now. Um, so, yeah, thanks a lot, and hope to see more from you in the future. Thank well, you very much. Thank, thank you. you very much. All right. Well, before we go, the, we have been talking to Bright Eyed and Blind tonight, and uh, this is a track, the last track, in fact, off of their latest record called Life Trip. This tune is called Leave It All Behind, right here on The Sound.
Thanks again to Brad and Blind for joining us tonight on The Sound. Hear the full album Life Trip on Spotify, Apple, and other streaming services. For more information on the band, go to brighteyedblind.com. For more deep dives into local and regional albums, tune into The Sound every Wednesday night at 6 right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from Bright Eyed and Blind on The Sound. Thanks for listening to The Sound. The Sound is produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us online at kqal.org. Theme music for the sound provided by Mike Terrell of Fires of Denmark.